are listening to Love and Lust in Leeds. It is a new term, and I am the same host. I am Anonymous B of Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast, and I want to talk a little bit about the show if you're a new listener. We are a live radio dating show all about sex, dating, and relationships in Leeds. My guests and I will be anonymous. Uh, This is to respect the privacy of everyone involved and to promote a safe space for dating and talking. Each week, we'll chat through different dating stories and topics with different guests, play some amazing tunes, and answer some listener dating qualms. If you like your current dating-ish answered on air, there is still time. Email loveandlustinleads at gmail.com or find us on the gram at loveandlustinleads. Of course, it is February and it is Valentine's Day, which will be the theme of today's radio show. Uh, That was the Beatles, uh, eight days a week. And we're sticking with the British theme because we are here in the UK. And I'd like to introduce my guest of the week, the first guest of the term, C. So C, first tell us a little bit about yourself, Uh, not your name, but your age, uh, generally what you study at Leeds, um, and your current relationship status. I was about to launch straight in by saying my name, so thanks for clarifying that. (laughs) We are anonymous. (laughs) I am 21. I study something medical and my current relationship status is an absolute shit show we love that we love that honestly same Uh, (laughs) it honestly doesn't get much worse than this okay so you're single yeah very much very much um so what is your current like single life are you actively single or are you just like casually single seeing what the universe brings to you yeah, I say quite quite casual. Like I, I've tried in the past or quite recently to get to know people. It hasn't really worked out. So for now I'm just going with the flow, seeing what happens. And where are you from in the UK for the listeners? I'm from Norwich, the best place in the country. <laughs> will be much disputed through every British guest we have, but I love the Norwich pride. So we have known each other for a couple months. Um, what would you say your last like dating situation? How did that end up? Oh, that was a fun one because uh, I was kind of seeing a guy for since since like October, so like a couple of months. I say seeing, we just hooked up after society events, but you know it was more than that because we talk, we watch movies, and then uh, I'm like, I've had enough of this. We're going on a date, or I'm ending this, and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm seeing someone I've taken on a date. Then proceeds to tell me that I'm not date worthy. And uh, then oh. brings his girlfriend to our next society event. So. I, I, did, I did ask knowing the answer, but the way you said it honestly sounds worse. <laughs> I think it does, but I'm still a little bit bitter. More about the fact that I'm not date worthy other than anything else. He didn't say you're not date worthy. It was implied by other people's comments. Mm, yeah, so. no, that was like not a cool thing to do. I feel like people think when you join a society that it's just going to be easy to find someone because you're like okay I like this thing other people like this thing and I think we're in a society that's very like male dominated as well oh, so yeah. I was just like I mean part of me did join to like meet some guys <laughs> <laughs> it just hasn't gone well hasn't it? <laughs> uh, no it's not gone well for either of us to be no. honest <laughs> but um yeah no I, I where would you think is the best place to meet guys in your opinion then um well going off my track record uh not in leads uh, <laughs> i've given up on dating apps i genuinely don't think they work they're either full of horny men who are literally just looking to shag anything that breathes or like just weirdos who like can't meet people in real life mm. 
I don't know. My dad always told me, like, oh, when the time is right, I will meet somebody. But time's ticking, Dad. Like, where is oh, this man? <laughs> Time doesn't really start ticking until you're 36. <laughs> as quoted from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm 28, so I feel like my dating age is quite dire at this point. But it also is, like, fun to be single. I, like, have this weird... I don't know, juxtaposition of friends who are, like, in long-term relationships getting engaged and getting married, and then, like, people who are, like, dreadfully single. <laughs> and I say dreadfully, but, like, to be honest, they, they're they all happy. Like, all the people that I know around my age are, like, mm-hmm. single. Like, they're all happy. Like, and, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, even though, like, I'm a bit single, I complain about it all the time. I complain it to anyone who will listen. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> as soon as someone pays me attention, I'm like, oh my god, get away from me, please. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, I complain about it all the time. I complain about it so much, I made a radio show to talk about it. Like, that's how much I complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, I think when the listeners left me, I was in a um, weirdly hopeful situation. It was um, for new listeners. It was right before Christmas we did like a little Christmas wrap up episode it's very cute you can find it on Spotify edited and everything um, but yeah I like ended up um, hooking up with a guy who I've known for a while and I thought that meant that you know he finally realized his feelings for me yeah. and like liked me oh, what a dumb love bitch <laughs> we can laugh about we can maybe not laugh but like we can smile about it now um yeah, and it's it's weird when you meet someone who kind of knows you in real life because there truly is no escaping them. And that's what I like about the apps, you know, because you can, like, meet someone, have a couple dates, decide you're not that into them, and then never see them again. That's beautiful. Yeah. And they can't, they don't know where you live. They can't track you down. You no. Know? You're never no. going to see them again. No. <laughs> but you did have a funny story about a guy who did track you down oh to your God. house. Do you yeah. want to tell that one? <laughs> um, so I went on a date with a guy. This is, like, last summer. And honestly, he was the most gorgeous man I've ever seen. He looked like he'd been sculpted by, like, Greek gods. Wow. He used to work in, like, the uh, the Marines, so he was absolutely ripped. And he was, like, a lot older than me. And we went on this date. It was incredible. Like, What's a lot older? Because you're at that age. Like, I was, what are you? I was 20, and I think he was 29. Okay, I feel that's a little red flag. Like, yeah, but he was just, he was older. Like, boys my age, like, they act like children. So mm. he was mature. Like, he had a job. He was so attractive. I literally thought I won the lottery like I told everyone I was like what's going on and I was so surprised he was still interested in me because I'm like you could do so much better like you can literally have any girl you wanted you can literally get a Victoria's Secret model if you wanted um and then we, he wanted to go on a second date and I was like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, I honestly felt like I was on drugs. And uh, we went on the second date and he was like, let's... T- oh, no, the first thing that happened, he ordered a picture of beer. Okay, And I weird. thought, we Aggressive. were going to share it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then he starts drinking the picture of beer straight from the jug. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even pour it into a glass. And then he's like, let's do shots. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm all right. Because I've got uni the next day. It's like a, yeah. it's like a Wednesday or something. And he has work because he's a 29-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he bought, brings five Jager bombs over to the table. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, I don't want any. So he does five Jager bombs all in a row. <gasps> no. He gets so drunk. And then he starts telling me about like really personal like mental health issues and like how he's not over his last relationship. So I say to him, like, let's not see each other again. And about two weeks later, uh, I'm staying up with my housemates. I lived in a really big house with like 12 people 
we're staying up for something I can't remember what and suddenly there's banging on the door and everyone's looking out the window going who's that and I'm like fuck like it, it's the guy but like, like you, he didn't drop you off or like pick you up like so how did he find exactly, out where you live this is the thing I never told him where I lived I'd never he'd never been to my house I didn't have like snapchat maps on or anything like that I genuinely have no idea how he knew where I lived that is other than so he must weird. have followed me home that is like a scary weird thought yeah honestly he must have followed you home like I mean addresses like you can find someone's like email you can find like their friends but like finding out where you live like that's quite intimate like that's not public knowledge and like students move constantly exactly. I was really lucky I actually left that house literally like a month later because yeah. I was terrified so I honestly have no idea how he found me like and he was in no fit state to follow me home that night like he was absolutely so <laughs> he's banging on the door two weeks later yeah and your flatmates are newer inside and I'm telling them like oh my god don't let him in and he's banging on all the windows he's throwing rocks at the windows he's literally like he's a big guy and he's like putting his shoulder into the door properly trying to break in and we have to ring the police because he just won't leave and he's trying to ring me at the same time literally on the phone he's going you're the one like oh just like please talk to me and I'm just like blocking him and I'm like you know what don't need this oh my god like, that is terrifying I've never been like followed to I guess no one cared enough to follow <laughs> that's not something to be worried about honestly <laughs> you can have my stalker I hit you up. no 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 I mean like I feel like there's I, every girl has like a stalker story I don't have a stalker story I don't does that mean I'm the stalker probably not so <laughs> I'm very good at Instagram stalking to be fair <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not um yeah that's like a crazy story i like my ending with last term is not that crazy it's like a similar society thing so it basically ended into nothing um so now we're back in the new term single as the listeners love to have me <laughs> as exactly the it um so i recently went on two dates in one day which i told you about oh yeah and i've only done this like <laughs> once before when i lived in philadelphia and then the first date, I, you know, you have drinks because drinks is a first date, right? And I think the problem yeah. with back-to-back dates, if, is it, if it's a first date, you're doing drinks followed by drinks. I was going to say, were you not smashed? I was second fucking <laughs> wasted, yeah, by the end of the second. I d- generally, I'm like thinking back, I'm like, what did I even say? What did I even retain? Um, but I think in the moment, you know what's good and what's bad. And I think seeing guys like just, just positioned like next to each other, it's like I can compare them really easily. So the first one we met for drinks um, went to this like place in Leeds. I don't want to say it because I told so many people about it, and I, it's honestly I gatekeep this place. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going for drinks, and then um, he was like, I remember distinctly, he wasn't asking me a lot of questions about myself, and that's like a major turnoff on yeah, a first date. It definitely. should be like question, question, question. I remember I asked him how many like siblings he had, and we started going on about that. And then we go into like another tangent about. About something else but then I, like at the end of our like two hour date he didn't even ask me if I had siblings like I had to say I have a brother and I have a sister like yeah that's rude, bad you that know a red flag. so I, th- I don't know if he was like nervous or whatever but he seemed fairly like unapologetically confident and did not look like his photos like a bit of a catfish like a like about two stone 30 pounds an American uh heavier than I predicted so yeah I just like wasn't the vibe um 
second date really impressed me because went to this like cocktail place called Under the Stairs or I Down Under the Stairs. It's meant to be really nice. So nice. Yeah. So <laughs> earlier that day, I was talking to a, a course mate of mine and he had a first date and uh, we were talking about that and uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to bring him to the Fenton, which for listeners... You don't take a date on the Fenton. It's like on a cheap... <laughs> It's a cheap, grimy, local student pub. And I was like, oh, you're like, same reaction. And he's like, oh, no, I'm too skint to like, you know, go for a drink cocktail. So I'm like remembering this conversation. So I'm at like down the stairs, whatever the fuck it's called. And um, I see like, I, what I think is my classmate, but he's not facing me, and it's, like, a girl. And obviously, like, I, I'm, like, looking at them, but we're also on the way out, leaving the cocktail place. I'm thinking, it is him, but I was like, I don't know. It could be another white guy in a North Face. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> you don't know. So I, like, messaged him from the bathroom, like, how's your date going? And by the time I messaged back, we already left. That that was him. Oh, my God. It literally was him. And I was like, why would he be at this craft cocktail That's place? That's a step up from the fence. I know, because in my head I was like, it can't be him, because he told me he was going to the Fenton, yeah. and the Fenton is worlds away, <laughs> physically, geographically, I mean, uh, palatally, <laughs> like, you, yeah. Fenton is like, you drink a lager or a beer, and then like, you know, this place is like craft cocktails where they spray like absinthe, and it's Ooh. like essence of cranberry, it's so nice. Need a sugar daddy. Nine pound cocktails though, <laughs> fair, fair warned. Definitely need a sugar daddy. <laughs> but they give you a well welcome shot when you go there which I think a is really welcome like, shot yeah. <laughs> sign me up <laughs> it's like a welcome shot of some, some like I don't know whatever like puree peach juice or whatever they have that day Ooh. and it's it's very crafty very cool um so the second day uh we went there and he kind of works in like you know a real job uh so he's dressed in like a suit like a Aww, suit jacket and like cute. a collared shirt and I was just like oh like that gets it. Like, if, yeah. if men listening, like, that is the lingerie for yeah. women. Like, men in the suit look very good. Oh, my God. A collared shirt. A suit jacket. Like, nothing gets me harder. <laughs> <laughs> so he was wearing that. And it was like, you know, we had a few drinks. And I, I felt like he looked better than his photos. So my immediate, like, physical demeanor was much better with him. And then we went back to the first bar I was with. Luckily, they switched out bartenders. Oh, so, so good. <laughs> oh, bar- me again. Yeah, different guy. <laughs> About an hour later. Um, yeah, that was a really good, like, first date. And I ended up um, telling, like, breaking things off with the first guy and then going on a second date with the second guy. And our second date was really good as well. Uh, we went to Friends of Ham. If anyone knows it, it's by the station, Leeds oh, train I station. Very cute. Mm-hmm. It's like a charcuterie board place to do like a birria ham and like wine. It's very bougie. Ooh, oh, so yeah. nice. <laughs> this was like when you're dating 28. Like, I, you cannot bring me to spoons. Like, at this yeah. age, absolutely. for a date, like with my mates, sure. But for a date, no. Um, he was also 29, so I feel like, you know, the vibe was there. I need an older man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really, I, mean I wouldn't honestly agree with that, but... So, um, yeah, we split, like, two bottles of rosé and, like, a charcuterie board, 
And then we went back to mine and it just like was not the vibe. Like I really liked his personality and I yeah. feel like saying that you already know where it ends. Nice like, guys come last. That's what they always say. <laughs> literally. I was just so disappointed because I was just like ready for us to have a physical connection and it just like wasn't there, which is why I kind of am pro um, kind of, you know, doing physical stuff way earlier in a dating situation because then you can know really quickly. Yeah. And I'm not the age where I don't want to like invest in like property, you know, like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to like try to like flip you, <laughs> make you better at sex. Like either you're good at it at this age or you're not. And he was not. And unfortunately I had to cut him loose as well. So yeah, you got to follow your heart. Man. It's Valentine's day. You just yeah. do what feels right. Yeah, honestly. And we will get into Valentine's day issues as it's coming up. If you're listening live, it is the next Monday. So, pretty soon and we're gonna have some valentine's day talks and stories and fun games i can't wait to play oh dear. <laughs> so i'm gonna start with the next song so this is bakar and if you don't know he is from london uh this song helen back place 62 on the triple j's hottest 100 of 2019 oh i um, love me the triple j love it i feel like somebody wrote and they're like or said to me they're like you should share more stats about the songs because i put like a bare amount of effort into it but it is effort and we are doing all love songs and british bands and musicians so bakar's helen back playing now and we're back this is love and lust and leads i am an anonymous host B and I am with my guest C. So today we're now going to talk about Valentine's Day, the impending oh, <laughs> holiday coming up. Uh, we are both single, so I'm going to ask you, C, what do you want out of Valentine's Day um, when you are single? Well, last year I ate an entire cake with a fork and drank a whole bottle of prosecco, and you know what? I had a pretty damn good time. <laughs> so if it lives up to that, I'll be happy. And that sounds pretty good. I feel like as a single person I also live alone so I feel just I don't know I feel like I'm alone a lot of the time anyways yeah. and I kind of just do whatever I want but like there we talked about it briefly like if we want to do like a Galentine's Day thing yeah. um but like every couple will be out I think no there's literally places that are booked out just for Galentine's Day for real but Galentine's Day is the day before Valentine's Day oh though I haven't I don't know <laughs> pretty sure the thing I saw was on Valentine's Day. It was for, like, all the single women of Leeds unite. Oh, my God. And, like, in a cocktail bar, I think, like, Manhattan, and they're, like, not letting any men in. It's literally just girls. Yeah, I, I mean, as a, if I was, like, a lesbian, I'd be, like, all over that. <laughs> but I would, like, some men in the room, please, yeah. maybe. <laughs> men who are not in relationships? Yeah, yeah, single yeah. men going out. It's also, like, weirdly a Monday, so I feel like the only people who will be out will be, like, like out on dates will be, like, long-term couples because yeah. who wants to go out on a Monday? I think my housemate's seeing a candlelit dinner in our house so that's no. me told that I need to fuck off otherwise I'll just be walking around in my pants like hey guys how's it going? Oh my god how many flatmates do you have? Uh, there's two of them like I literally never see them so I basically live on my own as well mm. uh, because they're both in like happy relationships so, so what, what are their plans? 
uh, well, one's having the candlelight dinners. So the other one, uh, she is between men at the moment, but it's like, I don't know, she just seems to always have someone on the go at like all times. I don't mm. know how she does it. It's like, a weird one. Like, it's like, I feel like I've been on a first day on Valentine's Day. Definitely been on a first day on, on like Halloween before. <laughs> very weird. Did you dress up? Um, embarrassingly, I dressed up to take a photo on Instagram, and then I got undressed and went on a date. And my mom <laughs> took the photo. That's even better. Yeah, and it was like uh, one of the the characters I was like dressing up as. Um, like it was from this Netflix TV show. I can't even remember it, but like uh, she has like a cigarette. So like my mom, I don't even know why she had like a random spare cigarette from something. I was like, oh what no! The hell? Like you don't even smoke. Where is this coming from? Fashion <laughs> time. <laughs> um, okay, so what would you want to do if you were in a relationship on Valentine's Day? Um, do you know what? I don't think I'd want to do something really cringy, like go out for a meal and confess our love to each other. Like, let's no. just watch a film get a fat takeaway because I'm using any uh, excuse I can to get a fat takeaway and I don't know just enjoy each other's company we don't need to parade it in front of other people yeah yeah I mean it's nice to go out but like my one of my favorite Valentine's Day I'm thinking like looking back um was with my like long-term boyfriend of like three and a half years and this is when Game of Thrones you know really if you guys remember R.I.P. that last season um <laughs> but like it was like showing it was on a Sunday the Valentine's Day so we got like Indian takeaway and watch Game of Thrones. See, that sounds perfect. Because like I was in the middle of uni deadlines and like so was he and yeah. Yeah, so. that's literally what I want. Someone to like get fat with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the relationship weight thing is like super real. Yeah. <laughs> Every long term boyfriend I've ever had, I've literally gained fifteen pounds. Like I am uh, better looking when I am single. Like that's how you get them. <laughs> yeah, literally, because you don't care anymore. You don't care about people like finding you attractive. I mean, like they still find me attractive. Like I care about being attractive, but like it's the, it's the eating. Like it's the relationship food. It's yeah. like the eating out meal. Meals, cooking nice meals in oh, like cute. it just I know like we're just <laughs> so sad <laughs> joint suicide lol no totally joking guys do not put me on suicide watch <laughs> okay so as this was a recent problem with me um, I'm curious to know uh, is having sex with someone enough to know how physically compa- comparable or compatible you are yeah compatible this is an interesting question because this is quite relevant because I recently hooked up with someone who told me that we didn't have a sexual connection but I don't believe that I actually believe that I am quite uh, insecure about the way I look and actually it takes me a while to feel comfortable around someone mm. so I feel like I can't enjoy like having sex with someone when I don't know them that well because I'm so paranoid I'm literally like is it good is it shit does he find me attractive but actually once I get to know them I'm actually a lot more relaxed and I find it we like if we have a connection it's just it's just better mm. like I guess it depends on the situation as well and what you're both looking for. Yeah. I, I just feel like, for me, it's the opposite. Like, I don't need to have a connection to someone to, like, have a, you know, great sex with them. Um, and, like, that sex can tell me a lot if we have it off the bat and it isn't good. Like, it comes, I mean, not just the age thing, I think. It's just, like, I think there's a big thing with, like, compatibility, like, physically. Yeah. It's like, when you meet someone in real life on a first date, like, you know, instantaneously, kind of like if you're attracted to them or if you're not yeah but you can be really attracted to someone and the sex can be shit that is also true (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> all valid points. Um, yeah. Okay. I also want to ask, um, we just, as it's Valentine's Day, I think we have to talk about exes a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite ex? I only really have one proper one. Uh, we were together when I was in like high school and throughout like my first year and a half of uni. Um, but I still, even though he's the only one, he's definitely not my favorite. I will literally pick anyone over him. <laughs> <laughs> I think exes count though as like people you saw for like a little bit. Like that kind of counts as an ex. Yeah, I remember I was dating a guy who went to uni in York, which is if you haven't been to York, literally the nicest place in the world. So it's cute. like fancy Norwich. I love it. And I used to go there like every weekend, and it was like an escape. We'd go to fancy cocktail bars. He was like a chef and he cooked me really nice food oh my god genuinely i was loving life i honestly i thought i was living the dream but then he decided he wanted to move to america so you know oh my god that's triggering (laughs) (laughs) where did he move do you know Mm, no no it's a big country who cares Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah um favorite ex i don't know i feel like like I guess oh I don't know <laughs> why did I ask one there must be one that comes to mind like okay are we talking about ex-boyfriends or are we talking about like ex-whatever just ex-whatever okay yeah. ex-whatevers um well oh I don't know <laughs> like I do I do have a favorite one um and it's like an ex whatever because like nothing really came from it yeah. and I feel like if we g- were given the opportunity to like see each other then we will probably like have seen it through and then I would have been like oh, okay now it's like dead and done I think the the ones that like stick in your head the most are the ones that you guys almost were in a relationship yeah. and then nothing happened because of the situation this is like the York guy I was like oh he's gonna ask me to his girlfriend soon and like we even went on holiday together and then all of a sudden he goes right I'm off to America next month but thanks for telling me like yes. you, you would have known that the whole time like did oh. you guys ever date with the like the Valentine's Day crossover no, no. I actually didn't but I don't think I'd be a fan of Valentine's Day anyway have you been mostly single for Valentine's Day I had a boyfriend like for three years but we never did anything on Valentine's Day really he was a bit emotionally devoid okay uh, <laughs> just in every sense of the word like we hardly even went on dates so I'm gonna say no I've never done anything on Valentine's Day I remember with my like um long-term uh boyfriend ex-boyfriend uh we did for like three and a half years and there was one Valentine's Day um where I had like one flatmate who's my best mate and her and her boyfriend like decided to take the flat that night like same situation oh, yeah. with your flatmates it's awkward and it was so annoying because I was like I feel like I'm like, constantly all these stories like I was overworked but I was I did a fashion design degree like yeah. life, was, life was hard for me back then um business school is super easy <laughs> so I did a fashion design degree and I was just like was so looking forward to like staying in like trying to do something and I was a bit under the weather um so because they like decided they're gonna stay in the flat and her boyfriend neither of her boyfriends lived in the flat so um they had the flat and me and my boyfriend decided to like go out and there's this place in London I don't know if it even still exists but like it's kind of by like Charlotte Street and you get like an oyster card kind of thing and you 
top it up and then you can scan different wine bottles in this like oh, little glass cabinet so, cool. so you can try different wines like a wine tasting oh my god um but like with like a top up thing it was like I love that. it was cool I like really wanted to go there for a long time but I was so sick I couldn't even taste the wine <laughs> and I remember I met him in central because he was coming from somewhere and all I wanted was flowers like I feel like I, I think I laid a lot of hints I also what fucking girl doesn't want motherfucking yeah. flowers on Valentine's Day so he showed up <laughs> we met the tube to walk to the restaurant and we and he did not have flowers and I was just like so upset like yeah. it honestly like ruined the entire thing oh, for me okay. and then I like sent it to him and I was like yeah well, I just kind of like I got him something as well like I got him um Jamie Oliver uh, has this, like, shop in, like, West London um, where they have, like, all these little treats and it's a restaurant, whatever. So I got this, like, spicy chili uh, chocolate in the shape of lips. And we're both Jamie Oliver fans and, like, he loves, like, spicy things. Who doesn't like chocolate? It was, like, a little something. So I got him something. Valentine's Day. (laughs) He got me nothing. Not even fucking flowers for your girlfriend. It's awkward, though. Like, it depends how long you've been together. Like, do you say, oh, are we going to do Valentine's Day? Or do you just awkwardly like kind of think oh should I buy something should I not okay for the men I think like if you've been dating for at least like 10 months you should get like flowers chocolate flowers and or chocolate for your girlfriend I mean you should get chocolate for your girlfriend anyway regardless of Valentine's Day yeah no I think if you're calling someone your girlfriend you should be getting her fucking flowers and chocolate like so um again we were like 21 I guess so maybe he was an idiot clearly (laughs) clearly about right Mm -hmm. so um we go back to the flat after kind of a very not good date and uh um he he's like staying over so he's like oh i forgot something at the shop right so he goes to get something from the shop and i'm telling my flatmate and her boyfriend like all of the shit that happened he comes back with flowers of course (laughs) (laughs) of course and it's like they like they didn't know why i was like upset really like they didn't know it was with the flowers they just thought I was just in a mood so they're like oh my god how sweet in my head I'm like <laughs> bro so too late like I appreciated yeah. them but also like can you imagine going to the Marks and Spencer's garage and buying flowers oh, at so like 11pm you- <laughs> like that was him <laughs> were they not like out of date and like wilting <laughs> they were like the leftovers that no one wanted <laughs> they were actually alright they were tulips they were cute Aww. but like still yeah <laughs> he's trying he's trying um okay so we're gonna go into the next song which is the look by metromini and if you don't know them they are also a british band um so fun fact they all the, the lead was from brighton and they all met um it used to be one guy and then he got like his friend and his cousin or his cousin and then his cousin's friend so we're representing that um let me see if i have any fun facts well okay yeah his parents were from devon i uh yeah so it's very like indie very vibes if you don't already know so let's play this and that was the look 
And if you guys ever want to know any of the songs, I'm going to post them on at Love and Lust in Leeds on the Instagram. And remember to write in. I start putting posters up around the uni. If you see one, like take a photo, email it in. Um, there's a QR scanner code there if you want to be a guest, if you want to write a story in, if you just want to listen on Spotify, if you want to listen to Not Your Girlfriend's podcast, <laughs> it is all there. So uh, hopefully our little marketing scheme works <laughs> for this term because I'm going to get some uh, some fresh blood in here, you know? Yeah, some new stories. And new stories. Um, so now we're going to play. I did a little game for us. I told you about it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, it's basically Valentine's Day. Would you rather? So I will start. I guess I'll answer as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, can't, well, you can't just put it all on me. Yeah, I guess I'll it all on you. Um, would you rather receive flowers or chocolate? Chocolate. I'm a fat bitch. I, I knew you would say yeah. chocolate. Not because you're a fat bitch, by the way, but because like you're you have a sweet sp- tooth for also, sure. I would just kill the flowers. We well, well we know from my story. I'll obviously <laughs> my long-winded story. Um, would you rather drink wine or whiskey? Oh, I don't really like either. Uh, <laughs> uh, gin. Gin, gin for probably, you probably wine yeah mm, i would um i would do whiskey for sure um uh, which is not really a surprise to anyone who knows After me in their my life. last experience with whiskey i think i'm gonna stay off it for to a while be, to be fair there was also jaeger bombs involved on yeah, that actually, night so i would not blame it all <laughs> all on the whiskey <laughs> partly um, would you rather have sex once on Valentine's Day in the morning, right after you wake up, or right before you go to bed? So you're only having it once that day. In the morning, because then I feel like they're not drunk and they're not going to regret it, and like they actually, it actually means something to them. Oh, okay. That's a good thought process. Yeah. A good thought process. Um, I would say, like, I feel like you're always tired at night, to be yeah. honest. And like, if you're going to go out for like dinner or a meal or like drinks, which I would obviously want to do for Valentine's Day. Uh, I've done like wine tastings and stuff for Valentine's Day, which is really cute. I would definitely in the morning. Yeah, yeah. just get it. Once. Get it over with. Someone's having some bad sex. Just you know, just like I'm not thinking about it. If it's only once a day, then fine. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay. Would you rather break up with someone on Valentine's Day in a text or in an in-person convo? It's gotta be in person. I knew you would say that. Like, I don't think I could break up with someone over a text. Like I even feel bad like after going on one or two dates with someone texting them and being like I'm not interested. I feel like a terrible person. Yeah, you have a lot of like, like you know, empathy in that regard. Uh, um I do not. I wouldn't break up with them on Valentine's valentine's day like, i do it the day before you had you had to break up with them oh, i still got guns in my head like you will break up with them <laughs> we're gonna kill your family <laughs> maybe you forgot it was valentine's day um i'm texting them i'm texting them literally i would i will ghost people like a hundred but that's like my go-to so i've recently started to be a semi-decent person and yeah. started telling people why not why but like i would lie about that still but like you know be like oh <laughs> yeah i'm not really feeling it kind of messages yeah it's fair. i lie about it but i'm always like up front i'm like i'm not interested sorry i do like, think british guys appreciate that more than american guys like american guys like first of all everyone ghosts everyone has been ghosted and with how much more aggressive like dating is and like the turnover rate in new york and like i really wouldn't even think twice about it because like everyone acted that way yeah. but here like 
I do feel like a dick because every guy I've said and been honest with, like, I'm not feeling it or I don't think we're a match. They've all been like, okay, good luck. Thanks. Bye. They're really nice about it. Yeah, they're really all right. No one's murdered me. Yeah. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Got to walk through Hyde Park on the way home, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't have to walk through the park. (laughs) Um, Okay. Would you rather receive lingerie or jewelry? It depends. Am I getting diamonds? Because if um, I'm getting diamonds. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's like really, it's not like La Perla. Like it's like French as fuck, like beautiful lingerie. Or it's like diamonds in your choice. I honestly think like lingerie just because I've never owned any or had any. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. We, you need to get some. My, my ex was like asexual, so. Uh, no, but you get it for yourself. Yeah, no one's going to see it. It doesn't matter. It's lingerie energy. I like, got my nipples pissed for myself and no one's seen them. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> well. Actually, no, no, I'm not speaking, but... <laughs> I know that's not true. <laughs> no, I love, I love lingerie, but I also, I think I've been gifted it a lot that like, I rather get jewelry. Yeah, like, jewelry's more personal. I've never really received jewelry. Hint, hint, no. wink, wink to anyone listening. Um, hey, single boys. Why are they always giving me lingerie? Oh my God. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm really thinking about things now. <laughs> okay, we're not going to dive deep into that. Um, would you rather sleep with your first ex again only once or have sex with the last person you slept with only again only once so the first person or the last person you slept with i really really hope you never listen to this but that's definitely the last person that <laughs> definitely <laughs> um i would have to say having that terrible sex with the last guy um definitely my first <laughs> in that regard so i think it'll be fun yeah. for old time's sake you know yeah it would just be awkward <laughs> um would you rather wear all pink or all red on valentine's day red okay. i think i'll go pink really i'm not a pink girl i don't think i can pull off red i don't think my skin tone i can pull it off I'm like so white <laughs> red lippy like for sure but like the red on no i don't like it i just wear black all the time anyway i i do love wearing black on like yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay, so would you rather send a Valentine's Day card to your crush and have your name signed or oh. run into your crush when you look like shite and they're on a date? Oh, God. <laughs> run into them on a date really yeah because when I go to uni I look like shite most of the time I literally go to Morrison's in my pyjamas so that's that's not an issue like we embrace it everyone in Leeds looks like they're homeless anyway and then at least I know that they're in a relationship whereas if I write my name on that card and then they go on a date with someone else I've literally just humiliated myself yeah but the two aren't connected like there's no like uh, I feel like looking like shit and being recognised by someone I slept with is probably my worst fear ever like like I don't know like I'm I think a confident person but like a lot of that is tied to like how I present myself so like if I'm not with full makeup and like have a cute outfit on like it makes me feel like shit oh yeah and even though they've probably seen me like more like shit I was gonna say when I wake up in the morning especially after a night out I do not look good (laughs) yeah but like I think that's different I don't know something about being out you know and then like having them like also be on a date I don't know I think I might just like do a cute card shoot my shot yeah yeah Fair enough. That's like that. i wish i had the balls but i don't <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm cringing thinking about doing that i like they're both cringy in different yeah. ways <laughs> so um that is i think that's our last question for would you rather it was a short one hey hey <laughs> everyone have a good think about what you're gonna do on monday now oh, no, we don't want to think about monday <laughs> 
the fact it's on a Monday as well is literally the most depressing day. So is Valentine's Day a thing or no? Yeah, Valentine's Day is definitely a thing. Okay. Like in the UK, because I know it's a thing in, in the US for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely a thing. I've seen it advertised. Mm. It's not everyone's in relationships. Like, Yeah, no, no, not everyone. Um, though you do have some plans this weekend. Well, kind of. Well, I was asked that on a date, but I'm a bit like, I've literally given up on men. I'm literally like, I'm going back to being celibate. I've taken a break from men. They pissed me off too much recently. Then I got asked that on this date and I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything at the weekend. All I do at the weekend is sit around in my pyjamas and eat pizza so this yeah. could be it could be a better alternative but I just have a feeling it's going to be terrible I mean like even if it's terrible at least you know you got ready look cute and like met someone new I think dates yeah. are still fun um, I've not been on a date since my back to back dates <laughs> and I feel like a little bit of a break I feel like a bit of a wallow yeah. to be honest I think that's the mood I'm in for this weekend but listeners uh, we're going to close out the show it's been a very quick hour this is our new time slot by the way it's a bit later but that's okay you know you guys are like cool kids you stay up late students are nocturnal you know you stay up late to listen to us it's totally fine Um, write in and I mean I said the spiel already but like write in any of your dating stories we're here to answer them we're collecting new dating stories for this term and if you would want to be on the pod show you know apply you know uh it's love and lust and leads at gmail.com and write a little bit about like with your dating issues and we take everybody like every sexuality every color every you know relationship status so that will be awesome if i can do it anyone can (laughs) (laughs) and thank you so much c for joining us on the show our first our pilgrimage show for this term and our big v-day show so (laughs) (laughs) v-day And to play us out, we're going to play Just Like Heaven, The Cure, a British favorite, and I feel like a universal favorite. They're from West Sussex, and it's, you know, started by Robert Smith, who is actually the only consistent member of The Cure. So they've kind of switched out other band members and things like that. We actually had to cut a song because that's how good the combo was. Oh my god. I know, <laughs> I know. So anyways, tune in next week, uh, Tuesdays, 11 to 12, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. GMT. And uh, thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.